0: This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, ride shows, attractions. If it happens inside of a theme park, it happens here on Annual Pass. I'm your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joining me as always is the lovely, beautiful, and talented BK. Hi, BK.
1: What's up? <laughs> How
0: are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great.
0: Hey, awesome, awesome. Well, Speaks, is we, we got a fun one today, so we are going to be going international today. We're going over to Australia, but before we get into that, let me remind everyone to follow us over on Instagram and, and Twitter. We are annual underscore pass over there. We're also annual pass pod over on TikTok. And if you want to see our faces and probably some images and whatnot from this episode, go to youtube.com slash annual pass. Follow us there. You can watch all our vlogs and shorts. We have a bunch of cool stuff up there as well. And um, yeah, we we got some good, good fun Uh, creepy stuff today, (laughs) unintentionally creepy stuff today. So BK, you and I, we're going down under, we're going, we're going to Sydney, Australia to talk about Luna Park. So, uh, Luna Park, uh, there's a few of them all over the place. And, uh, this is a park that I've seen for years. Australia doesn't have a lot of theme parks. And uh, and so there's like movie world in Brisbane. And then there's a couple Luna parks There's one in Melbourne. There's there's one in Sydney. Uh, Actually, we we did Achievement Hunter live. We did our Australia tour and uh, in Melbourne, we literally played a venue right next to the Melbourne Luna Park. Uh, We I ended up not getting in at the time uh, to that park while we were there because we were so busy. But um, but recently I, I took a short jaunt over to Australia. And while I was there, I went to Luna Park in Sydney. So I figured, hey, why not recount my day at Luna Park?
1: I would love to. I'm I didn't even know this sounds terrible. I was like, I didn't know there were theme parks in Australia, but of course there'd be theme parks in Australia. So I'm so excited to learn about them.
0: There are there are some. So first and foremost, I'm just gonna show you I'm wearing so I One of my favorite things I do when I travel is to find the most gaudy, ugly shirts I possibly can anytime I go somewhere like my favorite time when I go to Florida is you go to those places where like 20 shirts for $20 like, you know, you find it's the worst shirts you can possibly find. So I'm going to show you this shirt I got at Luna Park and you let me know what you think.
1: What the heck is that? Is that a giant person eating the ground?
0: That is the entrance to Luna Park. So uh, Luna Park, one of they're famous for these creepy faces that are just like it's the entrance to the park. It's you walk through the the mouth of this horrible, horrible, massive face, and that's how you get into the park. Uh, Has creepy teeth, and uh, I've got a photo actually of of me in front of the one out in uh, out in (laughs) in Sydney. It's um, it's 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 horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that not only that that spills into the park itself so all of the mascots walking around have these giant creepy art deco style heads and it it is like that's their thing and i guess they think it's cool because <laughs> it's everywhere um Again, I, I mentioned there are a bunch of Luna Parks. I'm going to talk mostly about the one in Sydney, Australia, just because that's the one I have the most uh, firsthand knowledge of. Uh, but let me read through some of the park history, which is actually from lunaparksydney.com, from the actual website itself. This is pretty cool. It opened up on October 4th of 1935. So they are approaching 100 years of being open. Sydney's Luna Park is a rare surviving amusement park featuring fantasy architecture in the Art Deco style of the 1930s. The concept is based on the success of the first Luna Park, which opened on Coney Island, New York in 1903. American entrepreneur Herman Phillips and others brought the idea to Australia and opened Luna Park in Melbourne in 1912 and Luna Park in Glen Glenelg, Adelaide in 1930. The Sydney Park opens to immediate success using rides relocated from the Glen Elg and continues to be popular during World War II. It is run smoothly under management of showman David Atkins until 1957 and engineer Ted Hopkins until 1969. Following overseas excursions in the 1950s and 60s, a series of new rides and attractions are installed. So this thing has been around for a very long time. Also, again, I'm reading this from their website. I want to talk about that's the, you'll, you just, this. is This is very interesting. A group of artists, including Martin Sharp and Peter Kingston, are commissioned to redecorate the park. The lease expires in 1975, with the park continuing on a weekly basis as the managers are unable to negotiate a long-term lease. So they are week to week at this point. This results in limited investment in park infrastructure, and some older rides are replaced with portable rides. So kind of ones they sort of bring in and sort of drop off and add a new. Not only that, there was a fatal fire on June 1979 on the Ghost Train. So uh, they had a very, very horrible accident on a Ghost Train, which the Ghost Train is kind of like a slow-moving, uh, like an omnimover type thing, kind of like like Mister Toad's Wild Ride, where stuff pops okay. out at you and whatnot. You're like in a little car, and it pops out and scaries. Uh Seven people actually passed away during in that in that fire. Uh, huge, huge, horrible thing. And there's actually like oh, there's my. there's documentaries about it and. It's wild to me that they just straight up mentioned this on their website. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, people died at our park back in 1979.
1: Oh, no, you'd be surprised. There's a select group of people who like to know that information. <laughs> me, uh, yeah. I like to know so I know not to go on that ride.
0: I, I will say I knew nothing about the the whole fire and everything. But when I was waiting in line for a scary attraction uh, called the Hair Razor, uh, we were in line and there was like a kid freaking out. And the kid asked the ride attendant, am I going to die on this ride? And the ride attendant was like, oh, no, 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 no one's died here since
1: 1979. No, <laughs> so don't say a date. No, like, that makes it worse.
0: Oh, God. And the kid was fine. He's like, okay, I guess I'm okay then. And uh, But yeah, it was just like, all right. So, um, but there, there's a whole, there's like a documentary. There's like a three part documentary that aired. Like, it's like an hour and a half, like 90 minute documentaries, three of them that aired on, on Australian TV. And you can watch them over on Vimeo right now if you want to watch about it. It's, it's really interesting stuff, but. Anyway, so 1979, when that happened, a new leaseholder is appointed and the park reopens May 1982 with a mix of new and reconditioned ride. The park, however, closes again in 1988 for renovation after an unsuccessful attempt to redevelop the site as an adult entertainment center with high-rise towers is made public. After the leaseholder fails to meet a deadline to reopen the amusement park, the lease is terminated and the government takes control through the Luna Park Reserve Trust and a heritage study is commissioned. So this thing has changed hands, closed, open, closed, open multiple times. Um, Luna Park begins a major restoration project of the park and, and and surrounding areas, including the installment of a new roller coaster and rides. Following this, residents initiate a legal battle against Luna Park as a result of the noise created from the Big Dipper, which is a big roller coaster they have. They have there after financial difficulties, Luna Park closes its doors in 1996, where its lease is awarded to a group, including the owners of the Metro Theater in Sydney and the Edgeley Group. Luna Park is listed on the New South Wales State Heritage Register, and the magic of Luna Park continues. Its prominent position and unique architecture gives it a special place in the hearts of Australians and visitors alike. In 2018, Luna Park's long-term viability is in doubt, as the process for approving new rides or modifying existing ones is lengthy and expensive. However, policy amendments triggered by a New South Wales Land and Environment Court ruling allow Luna Park to introduce new low-impact rides and amusements through a simpler planning pathway. Luna Park adds 5 Five new rides, including guest favorites, Volair, and Hair In January 2021, the park closed temporarily to install nine new rides, making it one of the biggest amusement park upgrades in the world. With a new Big Dipper, thrill rides, as well as family rides to be enjoyed by all, Luna Park 2.0 will provide next-level fun to Sydney ciders and mark its transformation into a world-class amusement park. Whew. Sydney I'm ciders. Shocked. That's what they call. That's what they call syd- Sydney. ciders. Like people who live in Sydney are Sydney ciders. Like we're Austinites. Sydney ciders. I thought it would have been like I
1: thought cider was a drink.
0: <laughs> well, it is, <laughs> but I guess it's also it's so this. Park... Oh, like
1: the side. They live on that side. of Yeah. The...
0: Oh, SID. not CID. So this park <laughs> is situated right on the bay. Like the, like it's, it's directly across from, um, the the beautiful like the harbor bridge and the uh the sydney opera house like you there there's like a pathway along like the the side of the park we can just straight up see like the beautiful opera house in the distance and i got some really cool photos over there they actually had santa claus was out santa claus was rocking board shorts and sunglasses when i was there because you know it's the middle of summer right there in, in australia oh my
1: God, i forgot it's like the opposite hemisphere
0: yeah 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 and so uh it's, it's it's pretty cool. And, and like they it's this is a very classic old school park. So you can actually just walk through the park without having to pay for a ticket. So you have to have a wristband in order to ride all the attractions. And so you pay to get a wristband and you scan that when you get on all the rides. But you can just walk through the park if you want to and like get food and stuff there if you if you want. But if you want to ride anything, you actually have to pay for it. uh So there are a, there is a series of attractions like this thing is a very, very dense park. um Let me let me show you. Uh, the uh, the map, if I if I can find it here, uh, where is this thing?
1: I might be showing it right now. Producer Ben is on point.
0: Oh yeah, there you go. So the the park itself is actually very very dense. It's a thin long piece of land. Which uh, on one side is like the bay, which uh, so there's literally like boats moored off in the water and it's really pretty. And the other side is like apartment complexes. So there's literally like roller coasters blasting by just windows of people's like condos and apartments, which is really weird. And that's one of the reasons why, like, like apparently the people living in that area have sued the park multiple times uh, due to sound concerns. So the park shuts down pretty early. Um, Makes sense. But there's literally like a, a launch coaster right next to a bunch of apartments which i don't know what, what if i'd be cool with that like if i like but you have to know like if you're buying an apartment there you got to see like oh i look out over a theme park this is weird <laughs> so
1: yeah i mean this has been around for how many years yeah, it's, i it's, just don't know if you're like hey i didn't know there was a theme park back there around to the left
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's been open close to 100 years at this point at that, at that point yeah. we, you have to understand what you're getting into um but let's just kind of go through the ride so the, the park itself you walk in and the first attraction, so you walk through the creepy clown face thingy, art deco clown face thingy. On your right side is the rotor. So uh if I if I just called an attraction the rotor, what do you what do you think that would be, BK? Uh
1: something that spins.
0: You are correct. It is a thing that spins. Those this is a very old school attraction where it's essentially a giant like tub where you get inside of it and you you let you like lean up against the wall oh it's one of the
1: spinny thingies on the yeah, inside yeah like the tw- like
0: the twirl and hurdle type thing or not not yes. twirl and hurdle that's an actual attraction but it's like literally it's like a bucket you get in and it starts spinning around to the point where it spins so fast that it pins you to the wall and then the floor drops off and then you're just like stuck to the wall and so that it's been open since like 1950. Apparently it's like the oldest attraction in the park from what I understand. And um, that is the one I was going to go on it, but the park shut down before I get managed to get over to it. So no. we were going to do that on the way out. So that was the one I didn't get a chance to do. Um, of course, they have a carousel as well, you know, because all, all good theme parks have a carousel. There's also a Ferris wheel, too, which I got to ride with uh with, you know, with my wife, which is really, really sweet. It goes up amazing views of the park of the bay. You can see the bridge. You can see the Sydney Opera House. It's really, really pretty. Uh, there's an attraction called Volair, which Volair to me, uh, it's it's a swinging. Um, it, it, it's a like a, one of those bucket swing attractions where it spins around. And the swings kind of go out, you know, and it's like literally like a swing set. Yes. Yeah, those are that that to me is the most terrifying attraction on the planet. You don't like, like those? I, I love hate those. those. I hate those so much. That's the that's the one thing I just cannot do. I can't do those. The swing sets. It's I, I get freaked out by them and they, they what mess do you with you think my
1: It's going to snap or something. Yes,
0: yes, Oh yes, no. absolutely. It's It's literally just a chain link thing holding up a bucket. And it's like, well. That, that could be a it bucket. maybe it's today, maybe today's the day maybe today's the like I'm the last person on the uh, uh like uh, it's you know I'm the one I'm the one who gets lucky and gets the weak link today so uh unfortunately that one was closed unfortunately that one was closed when we were there so I didn't get to ride that one there is the tango train which uh this is a, a classic flat ride which is uh, you get into it. It's basically a bunch of cars kind of linked together, and it starts. It's it's it kind of spins around in a circle and has some humps to it. It's, okay, it's a very classic carnival ride. I, I don't know the best way to describe it. But no, it, that's
1: exactly it. Yeah, it, yeah.
0: It, it goes around in a circle. You start by going backwards, and then you go forwards, and it just moves very very quickly. It throws you up against the side. And you just kind of hold on for dear life. So, uh, and we did, while I was there, there was someone who had a cell phone out and the person working the ride just started yelling at the guy. It was great. She was like, "Put, put the, away, she's like, put it, put it away or I'm shutting the ride down. And it was like, she, and she yelled at him multiple times. So he finally put well, it away. Well, how about just,
1: that with you running? Like it's an, put it away. I'm
0: yeah. shutting <laughs> hey,
1: the ride down. It? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Then we've got the hair raiser, which the hair raiser is a classic attraction. It's like Dr. Doom's fear fall. It's one of those ones where it's it's like a circle around a big pole that goes way up in the sky and then just drops you. And then you fall and you you experience experience like a free fall. And it's really like, you know, hair raising. It's called the hair raiser because you literally your hair goes up in the air. But it's it's not. I mean, it's it's definitely like a cheaper version of the uh, of the attractions. You, you would see like this where you kind of falls because you drop and it's like a good, like, second of free fall. But instead of kind of a soft slowing down, it's very much like, boom, you just it's sort of like land and it's like, oh, f- ow, okay. And then you're off of that thing. It was, uh, this was the one, the hair razor was the one that the, uh, the, the, the attendant saying, like, oh, don't worry, you won't die. No one's died here in 50 years. So, um,
1: I'm no. good. You know, I don't like drop rides, so yeah. I would be going and getting snacks or something during that time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get the wild mouse, which wild mouse is one of those. Uh, it's like a, it's, it's a it's a it's a roller coaster. It's a real small one, and it's just nothing but sharp turns right over <gasps> the bay. So like you go on it, it's like this. It's very it, it looks like it's going to fall apart at any minute. Um, it is. It's very old school kind of one, but it's, it's like kind of like, you know, mousetrap where it has like all the stuff. that moves around imagine you're on the mouse that's moving around very quickly it's it's very very sharp turns but like no banks it's just like literally like just 90 degree turns and kind of whips you around a whole lot that one was shut down as well while i was there they were they were working on it as i was there so that's unfortunate i didn't get to do that one um (laughs) then probably my favorite term ever for uh for a bumper car there's uh, so they bumper cars the classic ones with like the pole that goes up and like the met like the ceiling that has the like, electricity running through it. Yeah, uh, it's called Dodgeum City, <laughs> which is such a <laughs> great, great name. So Dodgeum so City, uh, it was cool. So like bumper cars, when you've been on bumper cars before, right? Like that's that's yeah, such yeah. a classic thing. You've been okay. So when you went, when you did bumper cars, was mm-hmm. it a track or was it just like a big open area and people smashing into each other?
1: Well, so if it's a track for me, I would consider that go karts and not bumper carts. And okay. with the track, you're not you aren't supposed to be bumping into each other. Usually bumper cars is like an arena and you kind of like go around. You're like in a circle versus like a full like course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one was a mix of the two. So Ooh. it it was a an oval track. Uh, like with like a, a whole thing in the middle where, uh, you know, it, like you couldn't cross by, but they were very clearly bumper cars. And so the idea was just everyone was kind of going around in circles, but also smashing into each other. So it was actually kind of cool. It was neat. Oh,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun with that one. That was pretty cool. It's always always good to ride around in bumper cars and uh, good times there. Uh, but Dodgem City. That's so great uh, then they have Coney Island which Coney Island is like a bunch of classic carnival fair stuff Including like a one of those big metal slides where you get in a sack and just go down it like about as like old-school as possible So they had yeah. one of those so that was there um, Then around the back they actually have a they, like a whole separate section called Luna land Which is like the, a bunch of like other attractions kind of added on so I think it's like an additional part of the park I don't know if it's always been there or I think maybe it's, it's been renamed from something else Um but in Luna Land, they have silly sub, which I want to say they call a couch ride, where it's it's uh two it's like two spinning wheel things, and then like a thing in the middle where it kind of moves around in circles, like a okay, sort of yeah. a, like an like an anti clockwise kind of like thing. Um, I see it a lot where it's like people face forward, and then you kind of get thrown from side to side. This one you sat in, it kind of just went up and down and around. Uh, it's more definitely more of a kiddie type attraction. Um, then the the one thing. I want an attraction. It's called the sledgehammer This was the one like I I'm pretty good about heights and stuff this one uh, I got off and I was sweaty like literally sweaty because it freaked me out So let me let me send you a video of the sledgehammer So uh, I'll I'll post it in the and uh, the thing here if you want to get an idea of what it looks like It's basically a big like column with a circle on it, where people—it's—it's it's like probably thirty people in a ring, and then like the the classic kind of like um like the 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 ship attractions that go back and forth, you know?
1: Right. It's yeah. Like,
0: it's like that. It starts going back and forth and also spinning at the same time, and then eventually mm-hmm. you get to a point where it flips over completely upside down while spinning. Uh, that it's, it's 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 way up in the sky. It's uh it is horrifying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no thank you i'm whole and you're you're free willy like there's no see i yeah. can't do the whole no lower protection you're literally just in a seat That's well you're it. in
0: a, you're in a seat you've got the overhead thing and then it okay, snaps well, yes. together but it was one of those things where it's like you're upside down and it's like all of your weight is on this restraint and yeah. it's like horrifying and so i watched it a couple times where i'm like okay and I said it flipped over and like did like it did two complete loops and I'm like okay cool and then uh, I, we got on it and I sat there I'm like all right and then so we start going it starts it has so much power it starts whipping back and forth and then it's like then we fight we flipped over it's like okay that's one and then we flipped over again I'm like oh okay that was two and then it starts going back and forth and kind of slowing down then it speeds up and flips us three and four times and it was like oh my I was not expecting oh the additional God. times and so literally like upside down looking at the Sydney Harbour. And it like in my, I'm thinking. just talking about it now. My stomach is already starting to turn again. That was, <laughs> it was, that was rough. That was one of the last ones we did while I was there. And uh, yeah, that definitely messed me up pretty good.
1: A good thing you saved it for last because I can't imagine walking around the park woozy like that after a ride so crazy.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, then there's the, the little nipper, which is a small little kind of kitty coaster type thing, which is such a cute little name. Uh, the loopy lighthouse, which is another little kitty coaster as well. Uh, something called Bug, which I don't know what Bug was. I I didn't, I didn't see that one. Uh, we were, with, with us as part of Luna Land in the back, so I didn't get a chance to do all the kitty stuff. Freaky Frogs, <laughs> which that's a great name for a theme park attraction. Uh, boomerang, which I I did the Boomerang actually. It's it's a cute little like it's a kitty coaster. Um, it starts, you get in it. It's two people side by side. It backs up like up a little ramp and then it releases and then you go through the whole coaster and then it hits the other end. And then you turn around and go backwards through the whole thing. So it's like, you literally go out and then go back. It was, it was a fun little coaster. It was, it was a good time. Um, cloud nine, which I think is one of those where it kind of goes up and down, but not nearly as high as like hair razor. And then the last and probably most famous one is the big dipper, which the big dipper is a, it's a newer attraction. It's a single rail roller coaster with two launches in it. And, uh, you like looking at this park, you would not expect the the, the amount of uh, <clears throat> like the, the amount of quality and the Big Dipper. So this is actually Big Dipper three. They've had three different versions of it. This one, it was really, really nice. It's a mock coaster. So mock is a company that's been designing roller coasters for a long time. They're actually designing some coasters that at Epic Universe on Florida um the, the i'm
1: so glad you clarified because i said mock is it a fake coaster what do you mean
0: <laughs> no i think it's m-a-u-c-k <laughs> okay um, yeah so the, these guys been in, these guys been doing coasters for a long time but wow. it's a single rail coaster so it's like literally just one rail and uh the coaster attaches that almost like a monorail style sort of a, a coaster um but I was not expecting it to go as fast. Like it kicks off. It's it's not a, it's not a super wide coaster. It's literally like um you know you're you're in it by yourself like it's it's single file on a line. I think it holds maybe about 8 people and uh it launches, goes pretty quick, and immediately kicks into this giant loop or like an air on thing. You know, um, Rip Ride and Rocket and Universal. Yeah. It's it's similar to that where it doesn't actually flip you upside down. Like as it's going up, it turns and then turns mm. back down. Uh, there is a there is a barrel roll in it though at one point, so you do get to see a um, like you actually do flip over a couple times, uh, but. It's, uh, it was fun. It was a really, really good coaster. It was really clean, really smooth. Uh, I, had a, I had a really fun time with it. Let's see here. Do I, I think I might have some information about it. No, I don't. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, very, very cool coaster while I was there. And, uh, and yeah, it was shocking. <laughs> and so, and of course, like, and so there's also great foods there as well. Um, you know, it's, it's a carnival. So, I mean, it's, it, this feels to me more like a carnival, than a theme park, I would say, like it's like a smaller place, but I felt like you could knock out the whole thing in maybe just a few hours. Um, people bring in snacks and food as well, and it's right there on the bay. If you're ever in Sydney, if you want to give this place a shot, it's really really cool. But um, yeah, one one thing though, so Luna Parks apparently Luna Park was a thing that's been all over the world, like literally they've opened Luna Parks all over the world. We we mentioned the very first one it was in New York, but they that's have. That's them- what
1: I had to ask. Like I grew up with, like it's Coney Island. Yeah. So like is that is that the same? Thing because that exists to this day, and and we very much go there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, ba- basically, this is the whole idea. It's like you know, Luna Park, Coney Island are very like like sisters almost. Like, but there have been Luna Parks in Egypt, Cameroon, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Azerbaijan, India, Israel, Japan, Iran, Greece, UK, Paris, Spain, Poland, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, and even Houston. Like a, a bunch of them have opened and closed over the years. There's been tons of them. I like. I was shocked when I opened up like the Wikipedia page. I'm like, oh my gosh, there are so many here that um that I had like no idea. Like I assumed like Luna Park was just an Australian thing, but it is not. There wow. they are, they are all over the place, and it's so it's there's definitely there's like a midway area. So you, they have like carnival games and stuff, and they have some like creepy old carnival game things. I posted an image uh in the uh, like in, in our in our channel here. Of these, this thing—it's called the Crazy Crooners, which like they're these these faces that were like screaming, and you have to put ping pong balls in them, and they move back and forth, and then you have to like you have to like add up numbers, and depending on what numbers you add up to, you can actually you actually get prizes based on that, and it's just like just the most horrifying looking faces ever, and um. But again, They're that was very
1: contorted. The mouths are so long. Like, I honestly thought you were like joking with me and just trying to scare me. Jack, no, when no, you sent
0: Those pictures. No, it's freaky. Like, this is the actual legit thing. It's it's very weird. Like the whole like I even. So uh, so Katie did a little attraction thing and she got some stickers and um, I guess they have a character named Freckles. And it's just like, I don't know if I don't know if you can see this or not, but like Freckles is like this clown that's just like very old school and kind of creepy and i'll give you some of these stickers i have a whole bunch of stickers here yeah it's it it's looks like
1: my cat wants the stickers too oh your kitty cat wants a sticker
0: yeah <laughs> No, those
1: are cute it, it looks like the wendy's mascot but like invert the colors
0: yeah and but... make
1: it a little bit more horrifying
0: <laughs> yeah the, the whole thing was very scary um uh, but the, the actual park itself, like I was, I was kind of caught off guard by how how much cool stuff there was. It was just like, oh, there's actually some neat stuff here. It's um like it, like I was expecting sort of like a low rent kind of thing, and I mean, it, it wasn't like your Disney or Universals or your really super high quality parks, but it was it was really really good. I had a, a lot of fun when I was when I was there, and um, the food wasn't too bad. Um, they have like they had a chili cheese dog. Well, I'll take it back. The chili cheese dog was horrible. <laughs> it was. It was,
1: it was I mean, like, like you're getting a chili cheese dog in Australia. No offense, homies, but like. Yeah, I mean, but it, it was like yeah, well, you
0: know, it's it's a theme park. You gotta get a hot dog while you are at a theme true, park. True, true, true. Fries were okay, or the chips. Excuse me, the chips were okay, um, but uh, but yeah, but the the whole thing was really really neat. Um, and it was it was kind of kind of surprising, and there was a, there was a nice little parking garage right there on site as well. But the idea of this theme park crammed between like an apartment complex and the water was just the most surreal thing to me. It was just like the The idea of like waking up in the morning, ah, like, oh, have my coffee. Oh, look, they're, they're already the sledgehammer's going. Hi, everyone. <laughs> In, in well, your it's been over 100
1: years. I feel like it's the other way around. It's like, who thought to put the apartments right next to the theme park? Okay, come on. Like, I need to know the logistics. Who, Where's the city planning?
0: Yeah. All right. And th- there's, there's <laughs> some really fantastic, like, photos of from the park. Again, because it's been open since the 30s. So, like, there's some really classic, like, black and white photos. And, like, there used oh, to be cool. a giant, like, Olympic-sized swimming pool in front of it. And, like, there's a, a bunch of really cool stuff. And it's neat to see sort of these classic parks. Um, that have like, you know, changed over the years, but are still around and it definitely you step into it. You feel like you're being transported back in time. Like you definitely feel like you're in like the fifties at least. Um, but it, it was, it was neat and it, it was something like I, I do appreciate doing this kind of stuff. I love going and checking on other parks and this like stuff and just unique things. And I was caught off guard by like, you know, the big dipper was such a cool attraction that like it totally shocked me by, uh, how impressive it was. Um, oh, and actually like, so when i was there at the park like right when we started our day uh, mm-hmm. we got there and we were taking some photos out in front of the, uh, the this this big creepy clown face and uh there was a guy who was like hey uh, can you take a photo for for me and my, me and my girlfriend it's like oh, okay cool and he's kind of looking at me and i took i took his photos and uh and he i handed back the camera he goes are you jack i'm like yeah and he goes oh my gosh what what are you doing here <laughs> so niraj if you're out there it was a pleasure meeting you uh, it was, but like, I, I imagine this going to be one of those things. Like, why are you on this side of the planet? So, um, right?
1: How did you get here? What in the? This is a local park. Like yeah. you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> and so that was pretty cool, though. So uh, anyway, that was, that was pretty pretty nice meeting uh, meeting a community member while all, all the way on the other side of the planet. But uh, but it was really really cool. BK, have you ever been to any other like parks like this? Like any other kind of smaller parks that you can think of? Like I mean, like a mix. It's almost like more of a carnival mixed with a theme park.
1: Yeah. Well, right away when you're saying uh, finding out that Coney Island is Coney Island is crazy because it's very much like that. Like you can go to the boardwalk, walk around, but like you don't have to be in the rides. And then the other one, again, being a New Yorker, I immediately think of Playland, which is like. Pretty much kind of carnival y, lots of like rides and games, but more like rides and roller coasters, um, spins, swings, and stuff like that. And it has that like forever carnival atmosphere. I kind of really yeah. enjoy those because <laughs> I never know when the carnival's rolling into town. It just kind of shows up.
0: <laughs> well, the thing about carnivals too is it always feels like, you know, the, these attractions you know they're like well like a carnival one like the, like the ones that kind of come and go it's like those things are just temporary <laughs> it's like they're not right. so it's like they're not bolted into the ground really it's like they're kind of Who like knows? on a trailer <laughs> and so it's like all right so it adds that extra layer of like oh this this could be dangerous in you know and some people are into that i don't know if i am or not but uh it's it's definitely it's definitely unique but like seeing like a ferris wheel and like the carousel is like okay this is very kind of classic you know like a carnival atmosphere type thing. And so it was neat. And if you're in the if you're in the Sydney area, if you're ever out there in Australia, you know, even in the one in Melbourne, like the apparently the Melbourne one has one of the oldest operating roller coasters on the planet. Wow. When I was looking up stuff. Yeah, they actually have something called a brake man on it. So I think if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure someone rides in the back of the roller coaster and literally has a brake that they have to slow it down. Otherwise, like the coaster could come off the track. So... Yeah, and it's like that. Obviously, that doesn't exist anymore because that's horribly unsafe. But this thing—they've been doing it for for ages. My so, heart. yeah,
1: my heart. I was like, "There's no way he means literal break," and I'm like, yeah. "The only break man I know is like some mining stuff." And I was like, "Well, this is." <laughs> I'm trying to like put it together, and you're like, "No, actually, pulling the brake. I can't. Yeah. Oh my god, this prehistoric roller coaster. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And actually, so speaking of like another like a person working there riding the attraction, one really, really sweet thing. When we were there at Dodgem City at the at the uh, the bumper cars, there were a couple of kids that wanted to ride it, but they weren't tall enough to ride on their own. So one of the guys who worked there just jumped in with them and like let them drive and everything. And it was really, really cute. So it was like this big, Aww. this big dude, and this tiny little child like driving around in a bumper car. So it was really, really neat that they were able to do that.
1: Oh, that's so wholesome. That, yeah. I love that vibe. And I feel like you only really get that type of like wholesomeness at like local parks yeah just because like so many people are coming and going and it's like close to home versus like a major destination park yeah so i love hearing stories like that that's so sweet
0: and they have annual passes available as well for like 125 bucks so it's like hey it's not bad can't hurt you know if it's like you want to go have a little day like a picnic in the park or something that'd be great and so go take your go take your photo with santa claus and 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 have have a good day (laughs) But, uh but yeah Luna park is very very cool um actually while I was there so I got this this horrifying shirt while I was there
1: stop put the eyes away <laughs> put them away it's, don't show it's me more
0: looking at no. you no. is looking at no
1: <laughs> you all have to go on the YouTube to see the oh, shirt. Yeah.
0: It's it's awesome. Uh but while I was there so um I, they actually have postcards there as well. And so oh, cool. I I sent us a postcard from Australia. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know when it'll get there. And the cool thing was um the uh, the woman working the counter there, she was like, "Oh, if you fill out the address and stuff, we can mail it for you." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." So I literally like, bought it, wrote some stuff on there, and handed it back and they're "Okay, they put a stamp on there and they mailed it off." It's like Sweet, so uh, yeah. Speaking of postcards, we have our postcards available over at the store.roosterteeth.com. You can grab those if you wanna mail us a postcard. So the big thing about that was we wanted to get postcards from all over the planet. So if you visit a theme park somewhere, if you visit Alumna Park somewhere, why don't you mail us a postcard from it? And eventually we're gonna have a studio with like a wall of all of our postcards we have. And you can send us to an annual pass, Care of Rooster Teeth Productions, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. And uh, yeah, we'll add it to our amazing collection. We already have quite few postcards already and then if you want to buy the annual pass postcard send it to your friends you can do that too so check those out at store.roosteat.com
1: oh yeah the art is amazing
0: yeah yeah it's 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 all gale fox art so all the thumbnail art you've seen some it's like the earlier stuff so maybe we'll do a round two with some of the newer stuff Uh, that was the whole idea like we could release some you know in batches like maybe once a quarter or something but we'll see if that happens hopefully hopefully a lot of people buy the postcards and then we can make more of them so there you go Uh, But yeah, that's that's pretty much going to do it today for this one. This guy. This is kind of just a quick little jaunt. I think it was a fun look at, you know, a unique theme park. And uh, I had a lot of fun while I was there. And, you know, I I mean, I love seeing other people's takes on theme parks and, you know, absolutely check it out. Look it up. Luna Park, Sydney. Some of the classic black and white photos are really, really cool of it and see how it's changed over the years. And there's a lot of cool YouTube videos of kind of the park itself. You can walk around and see it. But uh, but yeah, so. Um, but now this is the point where I ask you guys a question. I ask the question, ask the audience a question. And then during our live streams, which we should have a live stream coming up pretty soon in January. Uh, we'll go through some of the answers. And if we find if we answer your or if we look through your answer or mention it on the stream, we will send you an autographed theme park map, which they didn't have any park maps. They didn't have any physical park maps there, which made me no. sad. That's OK. But they had like they had the, the digital one you could get. So I still wish I wish I had an actual map thing. Anyway, my question for you is what is the coolest international park you've ever been to? I think I may have asked that before, but let's ask it again. Why not? So what is the coolest international park you've been to? So... Let's say outside the US because I realize now we might have some international listeners and technically any park you go to is, you know, you could say the US is international for you. But hey, outside the US, what is your favorite theme park you've ever been to? OK, let's go for Let's go for like non Disney, non universal ones. I, I want to hear some cool local parks that we got to go visit someday. So maybe back in Australia, there's some a couple more. There was one in Taiwan when I went out there that looked really cool. It's like a mountainside park that I would love to go check out someday. A lot of cool ones. Are, are there any parks you can think of BK that you would like to visit someday?
1: I know, I actually am really interested in the answers in this one because yeah. I wouldn't know where to start. Like, especially if I'm looking for a local park, something that is not Disney or universal and really want to expand my horizons. Cause I feel like the local parts have some of the coolest rides and themes. So I'm excited to see what people say.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be really cool. So answer over at roosterteeth.com in the uh, in the comments for this episode. And we'll go through during our live stream and uh, pick pick, down, pick some answers to go through and uh, send you a theme park map. So. Yeah, it's it's pretty rad. But uh but yeah, that's pretty much gonna do it for today. Uh thank you again. If you're watching this on youtube.com slash annual pass. You might notice that we are still working from home. We had some we had some tech issues at the office, so we had to record a couple episodes at home, but that's okay. We'll be back in the studio very, very soon. And uh yeah, and then hopefully by now, I wonder, so this is coming out in mid-January. I wonder how my marathon weekend went. <laughs> well, we'll <laughs> Uh, hopefully it went well i think uh maybe the next episode we're going to talk about it i think so depending on when we record or we record that one we'll talk about my experiences during uh marathon weekend with all the annual pass uh, rope drop run club members so i'm I'm excited for it oh
1: man (laughs) you're shook look at you i can't wait for future you to see this episode Post the marathon and be like, "Man, I was really nervous. I didn't need to be nervous." Because I'm, I'm
0: less. I'm like three weeks away from having to do a, a half marathon and a full marathon, <laughs> and I am not ready for it. Oh man! Oh no! It's scary. Future
1: you is freaking out <laughs> uh, no,
0: future me future me is fine
1: future you know, me you're is, right, future years over it if yeah. they've done and succeeded or yeah we'll, or, or we'll not find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out
0: <laughs> anyway uh you make sure to follow us over on instagram and twitter we are annual underscore pass we're annual pass pod over on tiktok and of course youtube.com slash annual pass go check out our live episodes there as well as all of our vlogs and whatnot we have some really cool vlogs of us in the parks and stuff uh it's neat neat content over there we're very very happy with it and uh, and hey happy new year everyone i forgot to mention that last week but happy new year hopefully year 2023 is going to be a great one hopefully it's full of a lot of cool theme park stuff we got a new we got the the villains con the villain con attraction they finally announced that at uh at, in, in universal so that's pretty cool that's coming this year um yeah there's a lot a lot of cool stuff we have a lot of fun plans for annual pass for 2023 and we can't wait to get there with you but thank you very much everyone for listening and watching bk you feel like you learned anything today
1: i learned that i'm terrified of whatever era that face from luna park is from <laughs> that, that design the art style stop it with the eyes jack jack drop stop showing me the shirt i'm closing my eyes i'm not even looking uh... no, don't <laughs> it. you put it on the screen why would you do that
0: all right. Ugh. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening and watching, and your support does mean the world to us. And uh, we will talk to you next time, hopefully, uh, about Marathon Weekend or some sometime th- that's coming up soon. Hopefully, I made it. So, <laughs> love you guys. Take care. <laughs> Happy New Year, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs>